We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, bring in our next guest, Simon Hankinson from the Heritage Foundation. Uh, We're going to be talking a little uh, immigration here. Simon, first of all, Happy New Year. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thanks. Happy New Year to you. So uh, Title 42 uh, has been prevented from ending by the Supreme Court, but uh, we still got a lot of issues uh, to deal with down at the border, don't we? Well, we certainly do. Um, and uh, as I wrote pretty recently, and I think a lot of others are, are seeing, Title 42 isn't this, this great hope uh, that's somehow going to stop illegal immigration and fix the problem, because Fundamentally, this administration doesn't want to fix the problem. They don't want to seal the border, and they're very reluctant about using Title 42. They've had to be forced to keep it on the books as a, as a tool uh, for, ever since April of last year uh, by lawsuits from Texas, Arizona, and other states that are seeing the, the impact of illegal immigration right in their front yards. Let's uh, start, for those who may not be exactly aware, explain exactly what Title 42 is. Sure. Uh, It's a public health law uh, that allows the government to uh, expel foreigners with as little formality as possible. So uh, I think it came in the 1940s, probably in response to um, tuberculosis or some disease that was prevalent back then. Uh, The CDC uh, made a declaration in March of 2020 that People who are coming from areas afflicted by COVID could be expelled under this public health order, and the Border Patrol used it very effectively uh, under the Trump administration. Uh, It's been used for just under half of the illegal arrivals. It doesn't apply to people from uh, certain countries um, like Venezuela, Nicaragua, where there are tens of thousands of people coming and, and right across the border waiting to come in. It doesn't apply against family groups. Um, and in the last month, the Biden administration used it only against about a third of the people who are attempting to come into the country. So one way or another, um, it's not going to be an effective tool for, for much longer. Obviously, the lack of enforcement has become an issue. Um, is anyone even talking about the fact that the Biden administration is not enforcing uh, this, even though the Supreme Court banned the uh, ending of Title 42? Well, I mean, they have discretion. I think fundamentally that's the, the, the root of this problem. Uh, we, we could ask ourselves why the Biden administration is uh, opening the border. I think there are three reasons. Electoral advantage, perhaps, is one kind of down the line. They think that they're going to win more than they're going to lose. Um, I think there's a definite ideology, a leftist ideology behind uh, this policy that, that doesn't believe in borders, it doesn't believe in nations, it doesn't believe that anybody should ever be refused entry to anywhere they want to go. 
Um, and there's a certain level, I hate to, to use this word, but of extortion, uh, where they're saying, look, we're, we're going to keep letting in unlimited numbers of people until you give us an amnesty for this many millions or for the DACA uh, rivals or, or, or whatever group. So, you know, it, it, it's a definite, deliberate policy. Um, and, and any attempts to make the American public believe that this is somehow an unprecedented emergency and that they're doing everything they can is just simply not credible. In the meantime, while medical posturing is going on, the uh, and I think it's not unfair to use the word crisis, the crisis at the border continues to get worse, right? Well, yeah, I, I think if you're letting in, uh, you know, if you have 2.7 million border encounters in fiscal 2022, which is the highest number that's ever been in American history, you're looking at over 200,000 people being encountered every single month, uh, of whom about half are being paroled into the country, essentially told, hey, listen, we don't have the capacity to deal with you right now or detain you or send you home, so... Just go wherever you want to go and give us a call in a couple months and, and we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I think that's a crisis. I, I cannot imagine any other country being able to withstand this level of uh, influx of, of illegals who are, to a large extent, unknown. No identification that's, that's accurate. No criminal records checks. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely a crisis. You know, I believe uh, the President Biden attempted to overturn Title 42 via executive order his first day in office and that has been spurned by legal challenges ever since the uh culminating with the supreme court uh refu- uh keeping it from letting it end with that recent vote what are the next steps is it the playing out of the lawsuits by the by the border states against the administration well i mean that's going to happen in the background i think the supreme court said that they would take it up uh in the spring so it could be could be next month or or in march um, right. But uh, as I said before, I mean, ultimately, let's, let's face it, COVID's not going to last forever. I mean, the, the administration likes to believe there's an emergency when they want to uh, give half a trillion dollars of uh, uh, student loans back. Um, but in other circumstances, they want to say that, that it's largely over. And at some point, uh, they're going to have to, uh, we're all going to have to accept that, that the COVID emergency is no longer an excuse to do, uh, you know, whatever we want to do politically. So I think Title 42, the, the fight will happen in the background, and if they are forced to keep using it, they will reluctantly use it for a certain percentage of, uh, like I said right now, it's about a third of people arriving at the border. But you're seeing it diminish in, uh, in efficacy over time, and sooner or later, it's just going to be, uh, a, you know, a dead letter. So there has to be more thought uh, put by this administration into what the long-term plan is, because the demand's not going away. The world's not going to get any safer. Uh, governments aren't going to get better in, in Latin America and other, other countries where people are, are coming to the U.S. So we, we need to get control of the situation and have a longer-term strategy, which I don't see right now. Don't see it right now. What do you think that longer-term strategy should be? Well, um, th- there was a, a group of, of uh, organizations here in D.C. that wrote a letter to, to Congress with some ideas that we have. Um, you really need a comprehensive uh, approach to this. On the, on the first part, you've got to make sure that there's some kind of physical barrier. Now, it doesn't mean like a, you know a, a traditional wall across the whole border. That's not possible. But a combination of different things, sometimes physical barriers, sometimes uh, wires, sometimes electronic sensors. So you need to make it difficult for people to just walk right across the river. I've been down there to the border. I mean, it was unbelievably easy to just walk across from the Mexican side into someone's ranch, and then you're in the United States. Uh, then we need to reform the laws. Uh, what the, the biggest driver of this right now is the, the president's abuse of the parole power. 
which is uh, in, in the Immigration Act, it's supposed to be used very rarely. Um, I think under the Bush administration, it was a couple hundred times, and 75% of the applications were denied. And under Biden, we're talking over a million times they've been using this power. So Congress needs to get control, take back the power over immigration, which is its constitutional right and prerogative from this administration, which has kind of driven a truck through some loopholes in order to carry out their ideology. We're talking to Simon Hankinson from the Heritage Foundation. Uh, you know, obviously, the influx of illegals uh, is, is, is a huge problem. But talk about some of the other issues that spill over from that in terms of crime and, and especially uh, the drug problem uh, that, that pervades this country. Well, yeah, I think we're all starting to notice uh, that now that the New York Times and, and Washington Post and other mainstream outlets have, have discovered that there's a drug problem, uh, it's, it's being reported on more widely. But everybody's known for, for a long time. We've had 107,000 drug overdoses uh, last year. I think about uh, 70% of those were from uh, opioids, and most of that is fentanyl. And we know from the Drug Enforcement Administration that all of the fentanyl that comes into the United States is either made in China or Mexico um, and, and brought over the border. It's, it's not manufacturing. It's not a domestic issue here. How is it getting over the border? Well, because the, the Border Patrol isn't, isn't out there. They're not able to do their job uh, interdicting drug smugglers and illegals. They're sitting in these giant tent cities paroling people in. Um, we don't have the, the sort of law enforcement sort of control over the border that's going to allow us to stop the influx of illegal drugs. Crime, I, you know, I think we've had you know, 10, 15,000 uh, interdictions at the border of people with convictions or outstanding warrants. You've got to imagine if a million people have gotten in, uh, so-called gotaways, who we know came in, but we don't know who they are or, or, or you know, anything about them. Uh, maybe they were just tracked by some, some device, uh, some camera coming in. How many of those people have criminal records? Well, if I had a criminal record and I wanted to come back into Virginia, uh, I, I wouldn't go through the port of entry and give my fingerprints. I, I would go around the back uh, with a coyote, and I'd come back um, and, and live in my community. So we've got, we've got crime. We've got drugs. Um, we have all kinds of, of fallout, not to mention the costs for communities, you know, everything from schools to hospitals to, uh, to law enforcement. Obviously, uh, the Supreme Court is going to get involved in this in, in the coming months. You, you make a great point about COVID, uh, a COVID rule not being around forever. Uh, is there any hope of anything positive being done as long as the, uh, the current approach continues by the Democratic administration? I have to admit, I'm not optimistic. I don't see what leverage there is right now to get them to do anything different. I think they see no political disadvantage in uh, allowing pretty much unlimited numbers of people. All the money they've asked for from Congress, it's not going to deterrence. It's not going to detaining people. It's not going to deporting anybody. We only deported, I think, 72,000 people last year. Um, and that wasn't even the take from one month. From the month of November, more people came in illegally than that. Um, so I, I see very little hope of being able to persuade this administration, you know, for the next couple of years to do anything different. I appreciate the insight. I wish it was a more positive chord, but it was uh, information we needed to hear. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.